Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. With that, we bring in the outstanding Rich Scarcella, Redding Eagle. Far too long, my friend. Far too long. How are you, Steve? Doing well. How about you? I'm well, thanks. Okay. Um, I sit there and I... You don't watch the game. I give you the stat sheet from Saturday. What do you think? And how does that differ from what you watched on Saturday? Well, the stat sheet was probably pretty good. Um, I would agree with James Franklin uh, in his postgame assessment of the offense when a Central Michigan defense <clears throat> is playing cover zero, with the, meaning no safeties, and right. trying to stop the run... Uh, you've got to hit passes downfield, and Penn State was not successful doing that, one for 10 on pass attempts of 15 yards or longer. So that's a concern, and they haven't been good all year with that downfield. Like, it's, it's, a, very, it's a low percentage. I know it's not, you're not going to get a real high percentage, but that could be an issue against the better teams on its schedule. Other than that, I thought the defense made good adjustments and played very well in the second half, made big plays, as Manny Diaz's defense tend tend to do. Um, And I'm really happy for Catron Allen because, as I know you know, Nick Singleton is from our area, and there have been people who couldn't understand why he was splitting time with other backs, and I'm like, well, I can tell you one thing, Catron Allen, the Penn State coaches are very high on him, and what I've seen from him in the last two weeks, I've been very, very impressed, not just the Central Michigan game, but Auburn as well. When they are not practicing, like, for example, it's a drill they're out of, or they're doing something else like special teams, and they're not in it, although Nick's on the kickoff thing, those two of them, they stand next to each other and talk all the time. I mean, they are. They are. It's one of the. They're very tight. Singleton and Allen are very tight. You can see it. Uh, yeah. If, if I was a Penn State fan, and I'm, I know there are a lot of people out there who feel this way, I'd be very, very excited about um, watching them for the next couple of years. No question. You know, Joey Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. is going to force you to go to the other side, and only because of how he has played early in the season. doesn't mean you don't go after him, but how he's played. What have you thought about Kalen King and Johnny Dixon over there? They, they, they just had, and I neglected to mention that, they had tremendous games on Saturday. Just just tremendous. Um, the interception that Johnny Dixon had was spectacular. Um, gave up five inches to the Central Michigan receiver and made a terrific play on the sideline. And and Kalen King did the same thing on a pass breakup. Did a tr- tr- I mean, you couldn't have done it any better. And he, I mean, he had other ones too, but that was on a deep ball. I, I think, I mean, well, it's obvious what the coaching staff feels about the defensive backs. But I think they're outstanding. Um, they're using seven at, at times, but I think um, I think their corners are. Outstanding, maybe the best group of corners that I can remember at Penn State. Um, and look at the safeties. I mean, Keaton Ellis had a, had a, and I'm, and I'm hoping people notice this, had a terrific game at Purdue in the yes. opener. And yep. we know how good Jair Brown is, but Zaki Wheatley and um, 
oh gosh, J- Jalen Reed, um, they are really playing well. And uh, again, two young players who uh, Penn State fans should be excited to watch over the next few years. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was interesting after using the 7DB in the Prowler package, which is what they call it, they made a little change on Saturday. They went 3-2-6 to a dime with Abdul Carter yeah. joining Curtis Jacobs at linebacker. What does that tell you, A, about Carter and maybe what the mindset <laughs> of Manny Diaz about that package of plays? Well, I mean, for those of us who have seen the first four games, I, I didn't need to, to see him come in on that package, on the dime package, to know how highly the Penn State coaches think of him. Yeah, that's and right. I think he is a force of nature. I just think he's a very special player. And I've been asked this, is he better? Now, now here, I don't want people to jump to conclusions. I'm not saying he's as good as. Is he better than LeVar Arrington as a freshman or Michael Parsons as a freshman. It's close. I don't have an answer for that. I want to see how the season plays out, but he's in the, he's definitely in the conversation. Well, remember when Le- when LeVar was a freshman, they actually he, he first entered as a safety in the games. Mhm. He yeah, played he, safety. I mean, he, he never started as a freshman. And no. and and, and I don't I think Micah just started the one game um, at Rutgers because of an injury. And I, we'll see. I mean, I mean, Abdul Carter hasn't started yet, but boy, I mean, he, just watching him, I watched him on one of the kickoffs, <laughs> oh my, I mean, he just ran past everybody, and he overran the, the returner, but still, his speed is um, is eye-catching. What do you think of Sean Clifford so far? I think he's done what he's had to do, um... I think Sean would Sean admitted not that he'd be the first to admit he said this after the game. He wishes he had thrown the ball better in the middle of the game on Saturday. Uh and I'm sure he would love to have the interception back at Purdue. But his he is what he's been. He's a 60% passer. He's protecting the ball better, no doubt. Um but he is what he is. And he he's a very good game manager. We saw that down at Auburn. Getting, um, getting them in the right running um, sets and schemes, uh, blocking schemes. Um, so that, that that's my take on him. I, I think he's been solid. I can't say he's been great, but I think he's been solid. And I think we'll find out a lot in three weeks or whatever. How October fifteenth at Michigan, and that'll be how he and the rest of the team. Uh, will be measured, starting with that game. When Drew Aller's been in there, what have you thought? Um, you can see his ability. It's as plain as can be. Uh, very impressed. Um, the deep ball to Tinsley in the right at the right pylon of the end zone, which was an incompletion, mm-hmm. was as good a pass as you're going to see thrown. Um, I'm sure me not being at practice, I'm sure there are things that he still needs to work on and still needs to learn. And again, what I said about Nick Singleton and Catron Allen, I think if I'm a Penn State fan, I'm very excited about the future of the offense with Drew, Nick, and Catron. Uh, very, very impressed.
tight end is an important spot for Penn State, both in the blocking aspect and also the receiving aspect. What have you seen in Brenton Strange through four games? Well, he's obviously <clears throat> become more involved in the offense. I, 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 I'm not sure. Again, I don't know if that's by design or by the fact that he's been open. I think he's done a really nice job. He's a very physical player. Um, he had a great block. Uh, last week at Auburn on Singleton's 53, 54-yard run to the to the uh, inside the five-yard line down at Auburn, coming at us toward the press box, um, I I think he's played really well, and I think they're very strong at the tight end position with Theo Johnson and with Tyler Warren, and I think James Franklin has said that um, many times. And uh, but yeah, I, I, the fact that Strange has been this active—a little bit of a surprise—but maybe that's uh, you know that that's what the defense is giving Sean Clifford. But I, I've been impressed. Uh, we know that obviously people have talked about special teams, uh, but here's here's an interesting aspect of it, and part of this is the takeaways too. Mm-hmm. But Penn State is. About 540, 584 yards more in possession starts than the opponent. In other words, 146 yards per game. Mm-hmm. That's a field and a half in field position. As you watch this play out, what has that meant to the formula for what James wants to do? Oh, it's complimentary football. And I haven't done the tabulations, but I do know this. Barney Amore can kick the heck out of the football. And it's yeah. not just the distance. It's the hang time. It's the placement. It's the fact that he is a magician with getting the ball to bounce how he wants it to bounce inside the 10-yard line. It's in, it's as good as Jordan Stout was. Yeah. This guy's just as good, I think. Uh, maybe he doesn't have the as strong a leg as Jordan, but man, um, yeah, I, I'm really, really impressed with him. I mean, impressed, it's kind of a trite word, but I am, man, he he's he has really been something. I, I don't think, I mean, people who aren't around the team like us, we don't get to see as much practice. I, I think we're all surprised by it. And after the game Saturday, um, I, I had listened to one interview before, but he was the best interview in the room on Saturday after the game, and a really, really interesting young man. And and I wrote about him. It, it, I have a column in today's Running Eagle uh, about him and what a life he's led in his 23 years. I'm sorry I'm going on about it, but I've I've really been impressed. Um, I think once they decide, meaning the coaches decide on who who they want to handle kickoff duties instead of splitting it, I think things will be a little more stabilized. With yeah. that, um, and I, I would like to see more out of the return game. I think Singleton has been okay as a kick yeah. returner, and Parker Washington had a really nice. Um, he ran for about 50 yards, but it was actually a 14-yard return. Um, right. I'd like to see a little bit more out of the return game. But the fa- you made a great point, Steve. Field position, field position, field position, and yeah. I know pun- I'm going to stop here. I know punting was a question. Uh, James Franklin said in the spring. I don't think it's a question anymore. I mean, you've been to U.S. Opens. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you go to and you go to the you go to the practice range, mm-hmm. and that's what it tells you so much about the pros. Where no matter what club they pick, mm-hmm. the target they pick, every shot's within about ten to fifteen feet of each other. Right? You just see the circles out there. Mm-hmm. In practice, that's Barney. Mm-hmm. Barney kicks the ball almost in the same spot every time with hang time. It's not going to be perfect, but mm-hmm. that's what's amazing about him. Um, I have to ask you about your guy Aaron Judge. Because yeah, did you ask he, the guy you had on before me about Aaron Judge? I did, yeah, because okay. because Donnie obviously covered him at Scranton Wilkes Barre. Yeah, he did. Yeah, him. he did. What has this been like for you as a lifetime Yankee fan to see this play out in real time? Because obviously, I mean, I, when when Maris did this, I was two. All right, so yeah, I I was. Um, <laughs> that's how old I was. You were born in fifty nine. Uh, fifty eight. So yeah, I was, I was born in '59, so I, I, was, I was two. I was three. Yeah, so I, was I, three. I what what I do remember, I, I will tell you this real quick. Back in the day, I used to go to Old Timers Day, and I would and I worked in Hazleton, and I go to I, and I'd get credentials. I worked in Hazleton for five years. One of the Old Timers Day, I went. I was it was it was in the it was either '84, '85, and I walked up to you could do this then. You walk, I walked up on the field of Roger Maris, and I just shook his hand. I said. I really admire you, how you handled everything, because I had read about it by then. And I said, I just want to say thank you for being a, a, you know, class, you know, for your class. And he looked at me right in the eye and he says, thank you, that, thank you, that's very nice of you to say. And I'll never forget that. Okay, having said that, watching Judge is is great. Another story, I've been to one Yankees game this year, that's all I, for, for whatever reason, I was able to get at Yankee Stadium. August 3rd, it was a Wednesday afternoon. Aaron Judge did not play. <laughs> So, oh. yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't get to see him in person this year, but I've seen him, and I've seen him hit hit home runs in person. Um, he is so likable. Um, here's from a Yankees fan perspective, this is great. I, I I hope he wins the triple crown. It's going to be close with Bogarts, especially with the batting average. I mm-hmm. here's what all the Yankee fans are thinking: Please, dear God, please resign him. I don't care how much money it takes. But I, I think we all fear that he's going to go sign with the Giants because that's where he's from, and he grew up a Giants fan right. and a Barry Bonds fan, by the way. And, yes. Um, yeah, but it's great, and he has carried this, which will be they'll be a division champion on his back, especially since they lost Carpenter and Stanton. Stanton's back now, but he has carried this team, and it would be criminal if he's not the most valuable player in the American League. No, he should be unanimous. Yeah. I mean, because it's not just the home runs. But you're talking about a guy that he and Bogarts are battling on batting average. Mm-hmm. He's trying to win the triple crown. His mm-hmm. defense is great. His defense oh. is great. It's not good. It's great. And and it's by great. the way, Roger Maris was a terrific defensive right yes, field. Yes, he was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually saw Maris Homer. I was five years old, Fenway mm-hmm. Park. Went to the game with my father, my grandfather, and some of my mom's relatives. And uh, Mantle and Maris both homered in the game. I, I remember it to yeah, this day. That's incredible, Steve. Jeez, that's yeah. great. I mean, I mean, you kind of walked out of there like as a little kid going, wow, this is great. I saw Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle homer. And Mantle did his right hand that he hit it over the what was then the screen in left field at Fenway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But Judge is exactly what the game needed. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that he, kind of person, that he, kind of personality, 
and he and he's a, and he's not. And it's not like he he's just watch him play. He's a five tool player. He's yeah. for for somebody the size of a tight end. He's got great yeah. speed. He play, how many games has he played in center field for them this year? I mean, now that Harrison yeah. Bader is healthy and playing, you know, they got him from the Cardinals in a trade. Um, he's playing, you know, he's playing right field now. But it's, I, I don't know what the number is, but how many guys can do that? Not and especially many. his size. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. And Bader was on last night with uh, Ravage and those guys. Mm-hmm. That's the same guy that was here with the State College Spikes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That kind of personality. I always liked Harrison when he was here. Uh, and the other thing, too, I want to at least point this out. Judge and Otani are exactly what baseball needs. Both of them come off as genuine, down-to-earth, great yeah. talents or great people. Yes, I would agree with that 100%. 100%. And I... You know, I, I I just hope he's as a fan, as a Yankees fan. Yeah, I hope I he stays in New York. But you know, he we'll see, we'll see what happens at the end of the season. Always a pleasure, my friend. You do such great work. Gave us great perspective as always. We really appreciate you. Thanks, Steve. Always great to be with you. Take care.